0: I'm a very curious person. I'm interested in people, so I get to meet lots of people, stay in touch with a lot of people. Or more about the world. Every company that you know I work with is a world. So that's one aspect. It has a lot of problem solving potential, right? Like a lot of like small things that you need to be attentive to and figure out, and um, and you need to be resourceful working on it. And there's the the hunt, right? Like there's there's drama, there's, uh, uh, there's that, uh, there's building relationships with wealth of people.
1: Welcome to 20-Minute Leaders. Just sit back, relax, and learn from the leaders of today. It's a journey. Each one is different, unique, inspiring. Let's get started. 20-Minute Leaders is a proud supporter of Make-A-Wish Israel and tech to peace and is in proud collaboration with Secret Court Ventures, J-Ventures, Riverside FM, Fusion VC, Birthright Excel, J-Impact, Leap, Google for Startups, and Hippo. And in media partnership with C-Tech. Hello and welcome to a very, very special episode of 20 Minute Leaders Today. I'm with the phenomenal Efrat Dagan. She is an HR wizard with years upon years of experience working with some of the most amazing companies in the world. She's an amazing friend for many years, and uh, I've been learning a lot from her um, pretty much every day, and uh, especially now as I uh, dove myself into uh, the world of entrepreneurship in a more um, professional capacity. And and she's been just supremely helpful and monumental in building our team and uh, the lessons that she's been teaching me. And so I'm very, very excited to welcome here today Efrat Dagan, a founder of Workaround Strategic Talent Acquisition Services. She can pretty much help figure out growth pains. She's led Google Israel staffing for about a decade from the inception of the R&D offices in Israel in 2006, and managed the recruitment of six Google offices in Europe, including Israel, Russia, Northern Europe, and Waze. She has been with Google for 12 years, and in her last role at Google, she was a global recruitment manager at the headquarters in California. And then headed the talent team globally at the Lyft Autonomous Driving Division and at Next Insurance. She was selected as one of the most prominent human resources professionals in Israel in 2014. And she lectures, blogs about the future of world of work. And she mentors entrepreneurs and individuals which are involved in the field. Yes. Welcome again to 20 Minute Leaders. Yes. It's been a few years. It's been almost three years. And you were one of the... just six, three years. <laughs> Pretty interesting. We had a pandemic in the middle. We had a pandemic in the middle. Uh, we had uh, multiple... We moved between continents. Both of us. Both of us moved. The whole world shifted back and forth, hybrid, in-office, a recession, yeah. a hype. Everything feels like the last year years represented three decades. Yeah. And a lot of it... Sort of consolidates into some, you know, the, the very essence of, of what we do, which is, you know, where we spend our time and the teams that we choose to align ourselves with, the problems that we tackle. You have many years of experience building phenomenal teams. And you know, we're having worked at some of the most um, you know, um, amazing companies in the world, not just from a business perspective, but from a you know, human perspective. But he go into the offices, and just to name a few: Google, Lyft, Next Insurance. Uh, I have the unique pleasure of having your guidance in what we do. Thank. And so, like my pleasure. Hopefully, one day we'll be, we'll add ourselves as a as a fifth the um, <laughs> logo on the list, as the mother love of the list. But but what I want to ask, focus on today in our conversation is sort of the art of building great things, because I'm watching you interview. And through our conversations, you're helping guide us on the complexity in this puzzle of identifying the right team members for the right situations at the right times. And I want to unfold a little bit this, this okay. puzzle. And, uh, and so, you know, let's start with, you know, what are the things that you are now, you know, looking back when you're approaching a situation, what questions are you even asking about... A, a human resource situation.
0: Okay. So so you're saying, just give me a little bit more details. So I'm approaching a team who wants to grow or wants to add members and how do I guide in the mm-hmm. situation? Even what are the questions? If I were to ask you, if
1: I thought I need some help. Yeah. I want to build an amazing team.
0: Oh, what, yes, I, yes. I, I actually spent yesterday with a team of, uh, 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 with, in, with a team of uh, a group that's working on... Uh, Something around machinery, model, never mind which company, whatever. And they came to me with the notion that they felt that they need some help around building the T because they, they felt that they weren't making the right hires. Uh, so what we spent time doing, I think it's just a great example of what we spent time doing was, first of all, I think one of the most important things that is often disregarded or missed, is just getting from good alignment. So often people who are actually working on hiring have an idea of what they're looking for, but they don't spend enough time moaning over it and discussing it and reaching some sort of a consensus that will help them make a decision. So each one of them has an idea of what they're looking for, but they don't have the same views. And using that kind of, you know, the, actually, the, uh, using the disparities between them to actually understand what makes sense is a good discussion that typically uh, moves the team forward. So what I spent time with them doing, for example, was we discussed the profiles uh, of who they want to hire. And this is sometime into uh, this is a startup of about 20 people. We spent some time talking about it um, because they were already doing the job and hiring. But they realized, first of all, we talked about who who was the person that they're looking for. You know, what skills do they need? Too often companies just copy paste job descriptions that someone else put together yeah. and just thinking about, wow. is that really? GPT to make one for them. Exactly. Yeah. Which works great, but you need to actually, you know, have a discussion over it and make sure that it represents your own needs. So we had a discussion over that and we really asked, you know, what would this person need to achieve and what's missing today? It's eventually we came together to some sort of an understanding of what we're looking for. And then what we spent time over doing is like looking at their current hiring process and figuring out if the, uh, the weights that exist today, the methods that they are using to check are, are actually achieving the goal. Um, and we actually... Uh, came to realize that there were some discrepancies and mistakes in the hiring process currently. Not when whomever was hiring, you know, spent time hiring and not in the actual process of, of, you know, who's who's interviewing uh, first or next or whatever. Just in really making sure that everything is aligned, that, you know, that they're using the right methods to figure out that there's enough information coming out of the process so that's one thing I ask questions about you know who do you want to hire why do you want to hire this person what is this person's going to do how are they going to fit the whole you know the whole organizational structure not to overstep someone else how to make sure that there, it works together do they have they spent enough time thinking about you know the diversity of the talent in more ways than one not just gender diversity um, do they, are they thinking about the trajectory of the talent where's the spirit This person, you know, comes on to the team tomorrow. How will they grow? Will they have room to grow? How will they develop themselves? Uh, Do they have somewhere to stretch themselves, or are are they going to feel bored next day? Then they join the company, etc. What's missing in the current talent mix, right? Perhaps you hire a lot of people that are the same profile. You don't have someone with the skills that you need for the future. Stuff like that an interesting conversation a lot of times people don't just stop they, they think about it more in a functional way you know or what well i gotta hire just a job so it's very fat
1: right you said a word uh, that i want to delay on just a bit the word yeah. consistency yeah and then you consistency
0: said consistency, super important
1: so let's dive into it because anyway then you, then you close the loop with the word discrepancy and right so they go hand in hand Let's let's talk a little bit about this this question of consistency amongst a team that is looking to onboard yeah. a new person to their team.
0: Okay, consistency is important. It's especially important at scale, but even beforehand. Um, say you were you you're going to interview someone who's super talented and you have your hiring process, and each person knows that they have their interview questions, they're going to ask it, but you don't have alignment. You're not sure what you're covering. What happens many, many times, and actually I was in an event yesterday evening um, in Google campus, and people were complaining about the fact that they're being dragged over and over. Uh, So, come meet this VP, come meet another person, another person. And the hiring process starts, you know, to kind of like get inflated with many, many interviews and the hiring process seem endless. And one of the reasons is because it lacks consistency because no one sat in the thought, what am I trying to figure out here? What data do I need? How am I going to get that data? And make sure that there is, you know, you have coverage of everything and you haven't left anything out that consist that when you have that you can reach some sort of a consistency also you can actually make sure that the bar that you're testing people against is similar if you're hiring for the same role that allows you some agility in the future you can move people between teams etc um if you don't have consistency you might be missing on you might be missing out on great talent because you're making decisions that are probably not great very simple, because it, it, everyone asks whatever it comes to their mind. You might be, you know, hiring. Okay, interviews are not a super, um, you know, scientifically, they are not a proven way of, you know, hiring. Like, they have a lot of problems. But in order to make them work, you need that consist, you know, that secret factor of consistency to make sure the decisions are sound. Even when you're a small team, just sitting together, having that discussion of what you're looking for. I remember we did that together. Yeah, well, and I think we, it, it really helped us, you know, make better.
1: 100%. The way that I have, the, the way that I'm looking now at and the complexity of the hiring process, very different from how I looked at it three months ago. And I, that leads to my next question. How do, how, if you weren't here to tell me that the way that I'm going through the hiring process, I'm lacking consistency and I'm lacking. Sort of this, under this understanding
0: of fundamentals, right? How would I know? How does how you work? you would learn the hard way, right? Maybe in half a year or whatever. So, so, what are the pains of not having you know a sound hiring process? Hiring mistakes, which are super expensive, um, and why are they so expensive? Why why? Because uh, because you it, okay. One thing is that you know the time this person worked probably. Has you know, it just it just went to the trash, right? But more importantly, missed expectations. You frustrate the person. You frustrate feels that's that's not a nice or comfortable thing to have. Like you know, having to let people go, time that was lost, energy, and your product that is going to suffer because you you haven't reached the goals that you're looking for. Perhaps problems on the you know more wider team. It's it has so much damage. It's terrible.
1: Yeah. I mean, it, it almost feels like there's sort of the instrumental piece of it where you're missing out on the advancement of the company, the product here, but the artist's time. But then there's a whole culture issue, right? Yeah. As by the time you realize that this is a wrong hire or a wrong match, yeah. at that point, I guess the ripple effect of this, and the f- by the time it gets to you as a CEO, right? It,
0: it feels quite a way you can... It was p- part of the... Uh, of the damage can be that you might heal with some great talent because you've hired someone and, and there's am i excited something what's going on what's going to happen like this this company has some people that you know i don't think should be here yeah and it's also very it's wrongdoing to the person who's was hired to do the job you know struggling at a job that's not great like you, yeah you, you come out feeling you lose you know self-esteem etc it's for anyway
1: so there are methodologies to To help promote consistency, right? Right. Because I think that coming into my position three months ago, I looked at it and said, "Great, we'll have a job description. We'll get a committee."
0: You you ask, how do you know? So, if if you have, if you find yourself having to do interviews over and over again, or add interviews, or you feel that you do not, you are finding it hard to make decisions. You don't have enough data or the people that you that you bring on are not the right people, or you're finding it hard to attract people to your company. It's probably just because you haven't really thought out everything about the hiring process. And it doesn't take a lot of time. It just needs some, you know, opposite energy. And anyone can do it, frankly. It just takes a simple conversation. But most people, that's interesting, most people uh, think that they know how to interview. Which is probably not true.
1: I thought I knew. I I had no idea.
0: Yeah. I mean, most people think it just takes up the conversation. Um, And truth is, it's not about your personality or experience. It's just, you just need some uh, skills. It's a skill. You can learn it, right? But, you know, you can interview uh, in not the correct way for years and you wouldn't know i remember at google they had this um, they had this uh research then and they figured out that the years that someone spent interviewing doesn't have anything to do with the accuracy there was no but process. similar to you know similar to different things you know like spending some time on it getting feedback learning how to do it well helps but you know just actually doing it for years without getting feedback or correcting yourself, you can continue doing the same things and a lot of a lot of companies they would use the, the most senior person on the team as you know the the authority on the interview like if you're the CEO, you know maybe you make the decision or you make the cause but actually the CEO can lack interviewed skills just like anyone else
1: yeah, it sounds like there's there are these um... When you mentioned there was the sort of a, this a cumulative assumption that the higher that you go in the range, so the more years you spend in, in the whatever industry, yeah. the more people you are of interviewing, but yeah. it, it sounds like there are some fundamental skills that need, that need some attention, right? That you know you can learn, but it, but you need somebody to guide you through that learning.
0: Now another way that I know that a company is not doing well mm-hmm. is. Um, is by looking at their interviewing data. When I look at the funnels, I I like uh I like doctor pipeline. I look at funnels. I see where things get stuck or where the hiring processes are working. And oftentimes it's because the interviewing skills might be either you know missing or just misaligned. And lots of, and and what it means in the reward is it can be you know that you're not hiring whoever you're looking for, but it also can be. The fact that you're spending so much energy until you're finding that person, which is interviewing tons and tons, spending hours, but not finding your person just because you're, you, you lack skills or you know your hiring process is broken. Yeah. And I'm seeing it every time. Like I, I spent time yeah. talking to this uh, engineering manager a few weeks ago, and he was becoming impatient with the candidates because he was doing so many interviews uh eventually finding you know talent to hire but spending so much time on it and it could be solved if there is focus on it but a lot of companies do not actually track anything you know or or have like the system overview of the hiring boss they just do it at you know they open a the position try to fill it just do it the item with the round through. there's no you know system oversight
1: yeah you are a matchmaker because while your expertise is in helping organizations build amazing teams, um, you are also very much aware of the candidate's point of view, and you're very sensitive to it as well. And I think that's also what makes you so good at what you do. What is sort of this experience from the candidate's perspective that managers should be aware of? So we talked until now about how do we make the best process for us as sort of the hiring in
0: a way consistency also helps candidates because they come to a hiring house that's more solid, more
1: uh so what did you find that candidates need to have a good experience?
0: They need the process they need clarity. They need uh ex- they need to have set expectations. They need to know what they're what are they going to go through, how many interviews, what what it's gonna look like. They need to prepare mentally and you know technically for the interviews um they need to be treated with respect uh i remember maybe a year ago or more there was this thread in uh, that facebook group be mm-hmm. uh, someone said what was your worst interview experience and i was like gaping when i read it it like had crazy stories that uh, since then, whenever I do like an interviewing workshop, I ask the people that come to my workshop, did you ever have uh, a very bad interviewing experience? And you look around the room, does not usually the majority of people had like a very terrible experience, whether it was just that, you know, no one got back to them or or that, you know, they were treated unfairly. And... um and a lot of times it's because the hiring process is not you know well thought out from the candidate's perspective. So I mean you need to figure out how to make it effective, but only but also how to make it uh, respectful, because you would not hire the majority of candidates that come to your office, but if you do not respond or send the you know the most basic things: be on time, be polite. Tell people where they are in the process. That's often neglected. And, you know, people feel madly about it. That's just the easy ones. Like, the, I, I read some terrible stories there, uh, really awful stories. Um, and a lot of times there aren't enough. That, I mean, the easy, the easy thing is to say there aren't enough resources. That's basically, it's just a matter of attention. Yeah. You know, yeah. just Making sure that you you prioritize it. Because most candidates will not get an offer and you will not hire them. But they but they're out there and they might make a name for you that you're not interested in. Yeah. And it's a s or in Glasgow or something, right? Exactly. And it's a small pond. It's a very small pond, yeah. It's a, but just being clear about, you know, what people are, you know, giving people that attention works.
1: Yeah. It's one one of the things that have become uh, that I, I I had a strong sense of it before, but having gotten to work together these past few months really solidified is that you you genuinely love what you're doing. You, you really do enjoy it and you can see it. And I yeah. think both we as sort of the hiring side and the candidates, the, everybody feels it. And um And now it's it's a simple question of why, you know, what is it about what you do that makes you so enjoy your work?
0: I think um, it matches my endless curiosity. I'm a very curious person. I'm interested in people. So I get to meet lots of people, stay in touch with a lot of people or more about the world. Every company that, you know, I work with is a world. So that's one aspect. It has a lot of problem solving, uh, you know, potential, right? Like a lot of like small things that you need to be attentive to and figure out, and um, and you need to be resourceful working on it. And there's the the hunt, right? Like there's there's drama, there's uh, uh there's that uh, there's building relationship with wealth of people. Uh, it's funny sometimes. Just yesterday, someone came up to me and said to me, if I "Do you remember me?" And I said, "I think my 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 uh, my mind is at capacity. I met too much, too much people. I don't remember anymore." But uh, uh, but it it's just an interesting profession um, because it's very very varied. Uh, and the most important thing, I think, is it's a do good profession in my mind because you help people find jobs there they're thankful to you yeah rightly like you're the your organization but also people like it's like it's, it's a not, little bit like being uh,
1: a job is even um too small to see what it is a vocation uh, it's literally where they're gonna spend the majority of their time maybe yeah and it's a really and when it thing. works it's magic right. right i mean we see it here there are yeah. literally people like you are sometimes are coming i can definitely see what you're saying right? I, can, I can i
0: can it's a little bit like, like being a, a, a you know, like a doula for a job. Right. Really, like, you know, you, you make the right match and it creates value in the world. And people, and, and when you do it well, it even works even better, right? Like, then everyone wins.
1: It's a win-win for everybody. Right. And, uh, and I think that what's nice also is that the alternative sometimes is a win-lose. Right. And so the default, is what I'm hearing is, there's sort of this... You know, the current, co- the way that the landscape is, is that currently there's a win lose situation because there are these fundamental things that, that, that throughout the hiring process people are lacking. Yeah. And, and so we're already in a win lose situation and you're coming in, transforming it into a win win situation. So it's not just creating value out of nothing, it's taking a negative experience and transition, transmitting it into a
0: fully yeah, high value proposition. That's a, and, and I think, like, when the, when the person that, you know, comes aboard and is not the right fit comes aboard, it's terrible for everyone. For maybe they think, oh, I wanted that job. But eventually, like, if it's not the right match, then, you know, they would probably, it probably would not be great for them either. So
1: I thought I really want to thank you thank first you. for the friendship and for the support and, and also for, for,
0: for inviting me again,
1: telling us your secrets that now everybody can use and wave and trans- transmit to win-wins and, uh, and I'm just looking forward to getting to working work together thank you you me learning from you. so thank you <laughs>